corn rootworm, a pest which causes over a billion dollars worth of damage annually across the United States and has crept up in numbers in Wisconsin. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Emily Bick, UW-Madison entomology professor, explains what we can expect this year from this pest and how farmers can take proactive measures to mitigate its impact on their crops. Corn rootworm is highly, highly aggregated, which means it's highly field and region dependent. Uh, so because it's dependent on previous years, crops specifically on uh, years and years of corn on corn, um, it's really hard to tell based off of previous years uh, scouting and over across a region if your field specifically will have a corn rootworm issue. However, if you've had rootworm issues in the past and you've dug some roots and you've checked the node score there, then you could be pretty certain that the adults are back and that they've laid eggs and that you'll have another issue this year. And for folks who maybe aren't familiar with rootworm, can you remind us of what they do to a crop and why they are such a problem? Yes. So corn rootworm, what they do is they overwinter as eggs. And in the spring, probably in a couple months, uh, two months or so from now, uh, they emerge as larvae in the soil, and the larvae are root feeding. Um, and by feeding directly on the roots, it causes all sorts of lodging issues, as in the, the crop tends to fall over. Uh, but it also causes uh, a much weaker corn system as the plant isn't able to get the nutrients that it needs. Is the weather that we've had in the past few weeks conducive for rootworm? We're actually okay right now. So the threshold for egg hatch is something like 52 degrees, and we need to have multiple days of the soil being above 52 degrees. Uh, so I just looked on, the, a chart, on a chart across the state of Wisconsin, and we should be good for another month or so. The larvae are what's doing the damage, but what about the adults? Are they as much of an issue as well? So the larvae are definitely the primary damaging stage to the plant. However, adults can certainly get out of hand, and that's particularly during the summer months. So I think July and August, uh, the adult corn rootworm beetles uh, can feed on the leaves, uh, damaging the plant health, feed on the silks of the corn, um, damaging the corn crop itself, uh, cause all sorts of defoliation and interference with pollination. Um, I would argue that it's almost more important, though, that they are then laying eggs and causing essentially next year's issue. Rootworm is adaptive to repetitive pest management. So... Crop rotation can help be a solution for that, but what are some other management practices that can help solve the corn rootworm problem if somebody has it? Yes, so you mentioned crop rotation, and I do want to start by saying that Western corn rootworm has actually evolved a solution to crop rotation. It actually, some percentage of Western corn rootworm has something called an extended diapause. Diapause is basically uh, hibernation for insects, uh, so they can Essentially, even if you're rotating uh, one year, let's say corn, the next year into soy, they might still be able to emerge the following year. So it's a trickier pest, especially the western corn rootworm, uh, than we typically think about. Uh, however, when we're targeting the larva specifically, we really don't have a rescue solution. We can start with some GMO corn plants that have a Bt cryoprotein uh, sliced into their DNA. However, there's some major resistance on the rise with the Bt corn. Um, the other solution is applying an in-furrow soil insecticide. And data seems to suggest right now that this works a little bit better than the corn genotypes these days. But of course, uh, resistance is on the rise. And I think you hit the nail on the head that uh, 
crop rotation really is the best possible solution. Now, if you're doing corn on corn on corn year after year, uh, it's probably best to target the adults so that you can uh, disrupt this life cycle as you go through. Transitioning now into another pest, what impact will the soybean leaf beetle have on crops this year? Soybean leaf beetle is fairly common in Wisconsin and other areas that soybean is grown. And the, it's really the larva that causes the damage by feeding on the leaves, uh, causing defoliation and significantly reducing yield. What can we expect this year in terms of alfalfa weevil? So alfalfa weevil is a very common pest of alfalfa. It's, again, the larvae that are the most damaging stage for the alfalfa weevil. Um, these are greenish, yellowish. They feed on the leaves of alfalfa plants, also defoliating and causing significant damage. So if you start to see some kind of either irregular patches of skeletonized leaves, um, then you know that there's probably a, a major increase in yield damage um, and a decrease in the quality of the alfalfa crop. What are some management things that people can do to help mitigate those issues? Yeah, so with alfalfa weevils, if you cut a little bit early, you might be able to actually target or harvest the crop before the um, alfalfa weevil kind of gets out of hand. Um, you could also use insecticides. Uh, however, alfalfa is great for the use of biological control measures. So uh, like parasitic wasps. So if you have alfalfa and you have uh, multiple crops growing uh, in rotation, um, there should be a pretty high amount of biological control already happening in your system. But I would say just uh, regularly monitor your alfalfa crop for, for signs that alfalfa weevil damage. This way you can uh, control it early before the pest gets out of hand. Are there any other pests that we should be aware of this planting season? Yes. So a big uh, incoming pest is something called soybean gall midge, um, which is up and coming. We didn't have very much of it last year in the state of Wisconsin, but all of our neighbors seem to have it. So um, I believe it is a, it's going to be coming for us as well. Um, also, stink bugs are significantly on the rise. So that's anything in the family Pentatomidae. Um, and those are piercing, sucking uh, insects that damage the crop for soybean as in the quality of the bean. Is there anything that farmers can do to help prepare potentially for those insects to be coming? Yes, I would say keep keep an eye out, keep scouting, keep talking to your extension educators. Uh, since these are relatively new pests in our region, uh, we're still on the figuring it outside of what to do about them. But knowledge is power in this case. That was Emily Bick, UW-Madison entomology professor. To learn more about pest ecology for field and forage crops, go to BicLab.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.